magic and stuff. That's a surprise. It's all a bit Harry Potter. Wait till you read book seven. Oh, I cried. But is it real, though? I mean, witches, black magic and all that, it's real? Of course it isn't. Well, how am I supposed to know? I've only just started believing in time travel. Give me a break. Looks like witchcraft, but it isn't. Welcome to Into Time Vortex Podcast. We are talking about Doctor Who. My name is Ken. Jeff. Julia. And we're talking about the Shakespeare Code that was... David Tennant's second season. David Tennant's second season, no. year... Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. It is in the year... I don't know, 2007, was it? Yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, Martha, Martha Jones. It's your first trip in the TARDIS. Okay. Shakespeare Code. It's written by Gareth Roberts. Gareth Roberts. I wished I had gone back and read my review about this because I wanted to know what I thought about it at the time. When I watched it again, just recently, I feel like I didn't necessarily like it as much as I did the first time I saw it, but it wasn't horrible. It just, some things that bothered me about it. Yeah, I had the same feelings. I really liked it the first time I saw it, and this time I was like, eh, you know, it was good. It was funny. had funny moments. It had sort of suspenseful moments. Carrionites were kind of creepy. Yeah. I liked the. I like it when they go back in time, mm -hmm. and uh, I liked the guy who played Shakespeare. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought for the most part they did all right. I, I mean, one of the things I noticed with this episode was Doctor Who used to be science fiction and. This, the new show is more of a fantasy type with the whole thing where they're, they're doing the words and if, if the words are said then in a proper sequence that this was going to happen and I feel like sometimes Russell T. Davies tries so hard to have that, to buy that uh, the audience is going to buy this, we're going to go ahead and, and we're going to have this play and if they say the, the lines to the play this thing will happen who in their right mind, as an actor, would sit there and read what they were reading at the end? Coordinates, three, four, two, one, whatever. It's it just silly. I mean, it's like, well, you know, if it was a certain way of saying something else that caused it, then great, but why would... It's, it reverts to the silly... Well, William Shakespeare wrote so it's got to be okay. And so maybe, <laughs> are, are they, do they follow the writer blindly into that? Maybe. Maybe, I, I guess that's, who knows. And I'm going to mention all the bad things first. <laughs> the, the other thing I didn't like is, and David Tennant doesn't help with this, is when the doctor meets up with someone that's famous, it is the, the best person in the world, whether it be uh, Shakespeare. Charles Dickens. Charles Dickens, or um, the artist there. Bingo. That Go. was Matt Smith. Well, or, or whatever the, whoever the doctor is, but they they are like, oh, you know, and, and it's Russell T. Davis going, oh, and it's like, you know, I don't want to see that. It's too much. It's like, you know, why don't you get a room with Shakespeare? And 
Um, it, it just felt feels too, you know. Are they trying to tell kids, why don't you now go out and read Shakespeare? Maybe, and that's fine. But do you really have to to pour it through that much? And and then um, the other line that I didn't like, which was Russell T. Davis used to do this a lot, and I've, you know, I don't like it because it, it, it it's he's talking to the audience. He's not talking to anyone else. Is when Shakespeare hits on the doctor and says, oh, you can come to my room or something like that, which is inappropriate for Doctor Who, but he does it anyways, and the doctor then almost turns to the camera and says, a bunch of scholars just... seven academics just punched, punched the, the air. And it's like, you're, you're, you're talking to us, you're not talking to Martha, you're not talking to... You're, you're basically making a statement and you're not disguising it, and... You know, I'm not saying necessarily it's the gay agenda too, but it's also there's other things that he's done this too, and I, I don't I don't like it. It takes me. It's kind of like takes me right out of the episode, and it's like, oh, okay, great. Now that I got my my lesson, can we go back to the story now? And I don't like when he does that. It reminded when I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, he does that. I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. So that's it. Don't oh, bother me. Oh, it did bother me. Because he does it all the time, and there's a lot of references to today's, and, and even some of it's starting to date now, but I, I just don't like it. Sometimes I, I think of it's more of a lazy writing type. But, so Except Russell T. Davidson write this one. I still f feel that he probably wrote that scene. <laughs> Well, you're right. It's not Russell T. Davis, but it's that mentality, that whole talking to the audience and stuff like that. And maybe the classic show did that a little bit with Tom Baker, especially. Yeah. And John Purby, but Tom Baker did a lot. Yeah. He would look and say, "Science Squirrel won't get me out of this one." Well, it's not just that. <laughs> that was it, probably ad lib. It's a political thing. It's like, oh, you know. Like, I know America's been bashed a few times on the new show, and, you know, they'll say something like, you know, anti-political or whatever, and it's like, okay, that's a statement, you know. And, and I get it, but sometimes it's too too obvious. But in this case, I thought it was too obvious. What do you think of the overall story? Well, if you can buy the whole words and stuff, I thought it was pretty good. I, I, mean, I totally can get that. It's a lot like the Charles Dickens one where they're getting a, 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 some, a, it's an author and they're like, oh, well, I haven't done that one yet, and, and they're you know manipulating things around. Well, they took aspects of his stories he, because they had the three witches. Yeah, so yeah. He, and that's what they did with Charles Dickens. So, in a way, it's kind of copying that episode, but um, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it looked good. I thought the special effects were okay for the most part. Um, I thought it was cool. I'd seen, I don't know if it was when they used to do the after Doctor Who show. Mm -hmm. They showed how they did the special effects for that, and it, it was all green screen. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty good. And they did actually go to the, act the, 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 the actual the globe, the new globe the new theater. Globe, yeah. yeah. Um, but when they come around that corner and see the globe, that's not really there. Yeah. That's all done in Wales. Yeah. 
And I, I don't know, I thought it was pretty good. I thought, the only thing I thought was weird was that they didn't change into clothes of the time. Um. She's walking around in a leather jacket and jeans, and she's worried that she's going to be <clears throat> harassed because she's black. And I'm like, you're going to work harassed because you're walking around in pants, not yeah. not because you're black. Yeah, definitely. You know, it was just, I, I, I seem to remember people, like, Rose, when they went back to the 50s for the coronation, in the poodle skirt, and he had his hair in a, whatever they called that, duck pompadour, pompadour thing. And, um, you know, it just seemed like they would have at least had her put on a dress. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> and that happens a lot. I mean, that happens a lot where there's sometimes they do it, sometimes they don't. Yeah. And I don't know why there's this. Well, this one, she was she's so excited to go out and see where he, he brought her. And he didn't even know where he was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess Donna didn't change in the fires of Pompeii either. She was wearing that purple tunic. I, um, there's a scene in this episode that I, I was really impressed with Martha Jones in the first episode. Then there was a scene in this episode that totally... The bedroom scene? Yeah. Where she, it totally yeah. And he goes, oh, Rose was gotten it. There, well, there's that, plus, okay, so he brings back Rose again, like he was going to, but she's just like, oh, falls in love with him, and it's like, oh, staring at me right in the face, and she's like... And I just hated that because we got a little bit of it with Rose, but not as annoying. And Martha just felt, I mean, it's a strong she's woman character. And she's just mooning over him the whole time that yeah. she's, that whole season. I, I felt like, you know, the only reason she left was because he wouldn't notice her. Yeah. And, and so she was like, finally was like, all right. I have to walk away from this, but it was just, yeah, it was pathetic because she otherwise was a decent companion, yes. mm -hmm. you know, yeah. not my favorite by any stretch, but um, but a good companion, yeah. you know, not annoying otherwise. <laughs> that this season has some very good episodes, and this was not one of them. But uh, I didn't think it was that bad. I no, mean, it wasn't. That it actually it seemed to be like really comfortable as the doctor in the flow. And, yeah. you know, this type of story I could have seen as a classic Who story, somewhat, without yeah. the, the pining for Rose and all that. But, you know, it was kind of, you know, he had the mystery of, he had to figure out who's, you know, using the, uh, this whatever magic, whatever they were using. He had to actually think. Mm -hmm. He didn't use the sonic screwdriver to save the day. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I agree. I, I think this... I, I forgot that this season had some really good episodes and it had some of the worst ones ever. But that's not um, till the end. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I when that scene came up with Martha, I had forgotten about it. I was like, oh boy, that that was it. That was what kind of got me off of her bandwagon really quick. And um, it was so refreshing to not see that in the following season. But. Um, well, the following season was Donna. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, that's Donna. Yeah, you don't see it in the, you know, you see a much real, more realistic companion that doesn't like. Ooh. And then they went back to it later with Amy, where I, I felt like Amy started to. She's flirted with him a lot. She flirted with him a lot. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as Martha, but, but she still she, started to get. But she ended up with the plastic dude, so it's okay. <laughs> I love Rory. I like Rory better than Amy. No, I, I, uh, 
I'm actually going to see it. Nevermore, you became the doctor in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. I, I still haven't seen that. I'll save that for when I'm later on. It's okay. So, um... We're going to have something to watch. Oh, I like how they, they deal with that time period where, you know, no plumbing and, and, you know, and like how they dealt with, like you said, how they dealt with Martha and stuff like that. There was... The Queen Victoria, uh, Queen Elizabeth at the end. That was hilarious. And she I goes, Doctor, my sworn enemy. <laughs> and when we finally, you know, day of the doctor, we find out why, because he, you know, leaves her. But... Yeah, now that you know why, it's 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 you know funny. I thought it was funny. Well, at the time, you like you were more like, gee, I wonder what he did for him to be the enemy, and now you kind of know it. You know, he got married and he left her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and one of the things like, I I guess they're going to do these in these episodes is when they meet up with these past characters. There's always a lot of in jokes, like all this. This always oh, I hurt my neck. Well, this looks good on you, and it's like ha ha ha. Uh, and dropping all the Shakespeare quotes. Yeah, it's like maybe I'll use that. Okay. You ah, can't. That's ah. not yours. It's not funny after the fifth time, Russell. But go ahead or get. You go. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it. They do that, and you know, I think I, I'm not the biggest Shakespeare person, so it's not like every time I see something, I go ah ha, you know. You know like like a lot of people do, but I, I just well, it was I mean, it was blatant Shakespeare quotes, the quotes that yeah. everybody knows, even yeah. if you don't know Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah exactly. But um, some of the what was the other one that where he where it was more subtle? Oh, the Agatha Christie one, maybe. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess like when Tennant just says, "Oh, you should write that one down." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so pretty good episode. Um, Christina Cole played the witch. Where's she from? She was in another a British when they were at school, a sci-fi. Is it Hex? Maybe. Because I'm like, it was racking my brain watching that. Going, she was also in uh, one of the uh, Daniel Craig James Bond movies, Casino Royale. She was the the woman at the hotel. Oh. You that? At the time, I remember. It was Hex. I remember watching Hex. I remember recognizing her in this show, but I had totally she had dis she's disappeared. I hadn't watched. I'd well, they killed her, her character off and they replaced her with another character in that show, didn't they? In Hex. Yeah. But I mean, Hex didn't last long. No, it wasn't that good. No, but I mean, I remember her from the show, but I, I, I just, I haven't seen her in anything else, so I totally forgot about her. I was like, oh yeah, I remember her. She was pretty big. Or not big, but she was a known commodity to me, anyways. <laughs> I don't know about anywhere else. But. She hasn't been in much. Yeah. The usual suspects in uh, British TV yeah, shows. Yeah. Oh, she was in an. She's been in Arrow. Really? She's been in Arrow. Yeah, Sarah oh. Ferris. Sarah Ferris. Sarah. Oh. Well, uh, yeah. Okay, I know where she was now. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't have recognized her because I forgot all about her. <laughs> but I mean, now if I saw her, I'd probably go, oh yeah. At the time, I probably sat there. She's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. We just didn't notice. It's Summer Murders, Foils War, all those things. She was in Jupiter Ascending. Is that one of the ones you wanted to see? I, I saw Jupiter Ascending. 
Obviously, she made a good impression on you in that movie you don't remember. <laughs> uh, I, I just don't rem I mean, it's like I said, I totally forgot about her. She, I, I totally removed her from my memory banks because out of sight, out of mind type thing. But it's like, oh, yeah, you know. Anyways, um, yeah, so I guess that was uh, Shakespeare Code. Thanks for listening.